Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Today's a special day. It's Tuesday, and on Employment Matters podcast, that's Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to dial in our local lawyers from all around the world, and we get to ask them some important questions about what it's like to do business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're going to be learning more about doing business in Ecuador. I'm pleased to welcome to the show Victor Cabezas, an associate of Perez Bustamante Ponce. And Victor, welcome to the program. Hi, Peter. Thank you very much for the interview. And hello to all the folks that are joining us from around the world. Wonderful to have you. So let's dive right in and talk a little bit about Ecuador. It's a fascinating country, some huge elevation there, lots of birds, lots of jungle, all the things that we read about. But let's talk some more about the business of Ecuador, if we can. Can you give us a general overview of your jurisdiction, maybe something about the economy, population, government, so forth? Uh, It would be really helpful. Thank you very much, Peter. So Ecuador, it's a tiny country in South America. It has around 18 million people of population. And basically, we have a primary economy based on oil exportation, oil and gas exportation. We have a lot of uh, banana exportation, shrimp exportation, and tourism is currently an industry that is having a huge growth in our country. Ecuador is currently being governed by a right-wing president, a right-wing government. This government puts a lot of attention to private investment, and it's kind of having an open mind for the private sector. We are a really dynamic economy. We have a huge exportation industry. And I think that if there is one phrase that would define Ecuador today is open for businesses and open for private sector opportunities. Well, that's fantastic. And I have been to Ecuador once. It was a phenomenal place. I mean, great food, great culture, wonderful people. But What would you say the key industries are in your jurisdiction, if you had to pick a handful of them? Where's most of the momentum going these days? So these days, I'll say it is energy, oil and gas, huge and important industry. Then we have agriculture. Ecuador has a climate that allows us to have different growings in different areas in a permanent basis all the year. So we don't have strong winter. We don't have strong summer. And that allows us to have a growing culture throughout the country in a permanent basis. And I'll say tourism. So tourism, it's it's a growing industry. Ecuador is the most compact country in the world. Imagine you're in Quito. In four hours, you can be in the jungle. In four hours, you can be in the coast. And in two hours, you could be in in the Galapagos Islands. So it's a really diverse and compact country to visit. Ecuador is at the equator. So as you mentioned, the seasons are fairly predictable and it's really a wonderful place. So let's let's do business there. I'm a company coming to Ecuador to employ locally there. What are some of the guidelines that you would give me? Are there structural issues in doing business, employing people in Ecuador, anything to do with unions or anything else that might be important to us? Let us know what that would be. So the first thing is you need to have a good lawyer. So the labor and employment market in Ecuador is really sophisticated and, and labor law, it's, it's really regulated and specialized in our country. So the first thing you need to know is in Ecuador, there is a constitutional protection and a high level protection to unions. But although we have a high level protection on unions, Ecuador doesn't have that much unions. Our percentage of unionized workers is around 4%. That's the first thing. So the second thing is that the culture, the Ecuadorian culture towards employment kind of prefers and prevails the indefinite term contract over the fixed term contract or other other kinds of hiring processes. 
So the indefinite employment contract is the general rule. And Ecuador is a really protective pro-employee jurisdiction. Actually, the courts, judges, and all the administrative personnel of the government have the obligation to protect labor and employment rights. So I'll say it's a really pro-employee jurisdiction. It's a highly regulated labor market, and therefore it's, I'll say, important to have correct counseling and, and assessment. That's excellent. And again, we always ask that question, you know, is it more pro-business or more employee? And there are benefits to both, but it's good to know that there's such a strong pro-employee thing, but to be prepared for that, again, good employment counsel will always be good guidance there. Let's talk about some of the cross-border opportunities in the region. And again, I'm certain there's a lot of cross-border with the immediate countries, but if we think about those at some distance, say investing in Ecuador from the US or Europe or Asia, What are some of the opportunities like there? Is it difficult to get in and out of Ecuador? Are there any special programs or visas or things that you can advise us on? Ecuador is a really open country for business. We have a huge advantage, which is that we use the United States dollar, the American dollar. That's our local currency. So that makes things really easy here for the interchange of goods, for buying and selling, and in general for e-commerce. Visas are relatively easy to obtain. A foreigner can enter to Ecuador with a tourism visa and then make business and eventually stay in Ecuador. And it's relatively easy to get a resident visa. Apart from that, Ecuador has one of the highest rates of English-speaking citizens around the region. So it's fairly possible to an American, for example, to or, or a foreigner in general, to go to a store and have at least one person that could speak in English. And we are a friendly country and we are an open cultural country. So, so I think that those are important advantages. But if I'll, I'll choose one is the U.S. dollar, which gives us a, a lot of economic stability. Well, that's wonderful advice. This has been a very interesting conversation, Victor. I look forward to the next trip to Ecuador and hopefully you can show me around and things will continue to prosper in there. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you, Peter, and hope to see you in Ecuador, you and all the folks that join us in this podcast. If you'd like to connect with Victor Cabeza, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. Also visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, and get access to on-demand content, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters. It's a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Peter Waltz. Thanks for listening.